0: What is happening, everybody? Excited for today's devotional. My name is Paul. Uh, I have the privilege to be our youth and young adults pastor here at Healing Place Church. And uh, pump for today, we're reading out of Genesis chapter 21. But before we dive in, I'd like to pray for us. So, Lord, we thank you for today. God, we thank you that Uh, No matter where we're watching from, no matter where we're tuning in from, God, you are with us, you are faithful, you're a God that loves us, you're the one that created us, and God, even when people fail us, you are still beside us, and so God, I pray that today uh, you would speak through me. Nothing special about me, everything is amazing about you, and so God, I just pray that as we read out of Genesis today, God, that you would speak to us, so we love you in Jesus' name, amen. So Genesis chapter 21, we're going to read the very first three verses. And uh, to be honest, everything that I'm just going to share today in the next five minutes, it's really nothing profound. You're not going to probably hear something that I say and go, wow, that's amazing. But honestly, it may not be profound, but it is definitely foundational. It's imperative for your walk with Christ to know these things and believe these things and walk in these things. So verses one through three out of Genesis chapter 21, it says, the Lord kept His word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. And Abraham named their son Isaac. Three short verses. I want to give you three simple points today. And the first one is this, out of verse one. I want to reread it to you. It says, the Lord kept his word. He kept it and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. Point number one, I just wanna tell you this, God keeps his promises. Now we read stories in the Bible and we hear these things and we go, man, did they really have that kind of faith? Let me let me break it down to you how human uh, Abraham and Sarah were. In Genesis chapter 17, uh, verse six, uh, God tells them, he says in verse 6, I will make you extremely fruitful. Your descendants will become many nations and kings will be among them. Then same chapter, verse 17, it says, Then Abraham bowed down to the ground, but he laughed to himself in disbelief. How could I become a father at the age of 100? That's a little old. And how can Sarah have a baby when she is 90 years old? He laughed to himself in disbelief we read right here in the Word of God. I don't know about you, but sometimes I know what God's promises are, but I myself go, God, can you can you really do that? Will you really keep your promise? And even after being a Christian, being saved, living for God for the last 19 years of my life, got saved when I was 10 years old, can I just encourage you today? Even in our disbelief, God keeps his promises. Even when you think that the problem is way too big, and God's promise begins to seem a little too small, he still keeps his promises. He's faithful to do that. God is the promise keeper. But here's the problem. We have people that have broken promises where their yeses have not been their yeses. They did not do what they said they were gonna do. They didn't follow through. They did not keep their word. And what happens is we as the created we, we make a perspective shift. We take our view of God, and we base our view of the creator off of the created. Can I encourage you? God is faithful all the time. He will always keep his promises. And even when people fail you, even sometimes other Christians, uh-oh, stepping on some toes, even when other Christians fail you, you got to remember they're human, that you and I, we are just the created but it does not change our perspective on the creator, that he is a promise keeper. Point number two, verse two, it says this, she became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. At just the time. Point number two, again, not profound, but definitely foundational. God is always on time. He is always on time. I can't speak for you, I don't know who you are yet, but I can't speak for myself. I struggle with being on time. When the alarm goes off in the morning, my wife is constantly kicking me, nudging me. She walked in the room yesterday morning. She goes, are you still sleeping? Are you kidding me? Get up. We got kids to get dressed, breakfasts to make, lunches to prepare. I struggle with being on time and doing things on time. But I'm so thankful that God is never late, that he's always on time. And and sometimes we know that God is going to do something because why? Point number one, he promised it but sometimes he doesn't do it in the timing that we want. Now as Christians, I can say God is always on time and we'll go, amen, that's good, preach preacher. But the truth is when it's pertaining to our story in our life, sometimes we're like, ah, speed it up. Do it on my timing. But the reality is, is sometimes God waits. Sometimes he doesn't do it in your timing. And I believe it's two reasons why. One, because he wants to protect you. Maybe there's something that you don't see that he does see, there's context that you don't have, and anytime there's missing context, trust God that he has the clarity. He wants to protect you. And two, the reason God is always on time is sometimes he waits because he wants to teach you. Let's be honest, sometimes there's seasons that we feel like we're repeating, and we're going, God, why have you not done this yet? God, why have you not brought me a spouse yet? God, why have I not gotten that promotion yet? God, why do I have my business not taken off yet? Maybe you're repeating, because you failed to learn the lesson. And I've been there before, and God wants to teach you something. He's not late, he's always on time. He's either protecting you or he's teaching you. God is always on time. In verse number three, it says this. It says, and Abraham named their son Isaac. Not a long verse, not a sentence with a whole lot of explanation. But a very impactful verse. I love that the Bible gives us the name of the promise that God spoke over their life. 17, Genesis 17, 6, he says, I'm gonna make you fruitful. Genesis 17, 17, Abraham falls to the ground on his face, laughing in disbelief. And yet God allows them to name their son, name the promise, Isaac, and Isaac means laughter. Isaac means laughter. Can I tell you this for for a quick point number three, you have purpose. Some of you have heard that before, but you're actually listening to it a little bit different today. You have purpose. There's been seasons. There's been heartache. There's been struggle. There's been relationships that have been extremely toxic for somebody watching right now. And you wonder, do I have any more purpose? Let me tell you something. You still have purpose. Purpose. Your name has meaning. Your DNA is not a mistake. Your assignment is not accidental. You still have purpose. My daughter's name is Eleanor Kate. Eleanor Kate Musso, that's what we named her. Kind of old school. Eleanor. We love that name, my wife and I. Almost every night, I'll pick her up, we'll put on the sound machine, we'll turn off her lamp, and I'm swaying back and forth with her. And she's two years old, and she'll say, Daddy, sing. And we'll always sing the same song, Jesus Loves Me. I sing the whole song, and then she'll go, Daddy, pray. And I'll pray. Almost every single night, we pray this prayer over her. We say, God, thank you, Lord, that Eleanor means God is my light. And thank you that Kate means pure. And then I say this sentence, God, we pray over Eleanor Kate that she would show the world that you are her light by the way that she lives a pure life. She's only two. There's not many things she can do right now that's impure. But we're speaking it over her, trusting in the promises of God, believing that he's always on time, and speaking purpose over my daughter's life. Some of you today, once this video ends, you need to pray just by yourself and claim the promises, claim the timing, and claim the purpose back over your life. God, thank you so much that you are a God who always keeps your promises, that you are always on time. Even when we want to say you're late, you're not late, you're on time. And God, you've given us purpose, and how dare we laugh in disbelief that you may not do what you say you can do, because you will. We believe it. And so Lord, I pray for anyone watching today who may be discouraged. God, I pray that they would worship the promise keeper, which is you. God, they would not even just focus on the timing, but focus on you, Jesus, and that you would speak purpose back into their life, remind them who they are and what they're called to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, Visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.